Happy National Freedom Day, everyone. Welcome to another GigoCast episode. That's a real holiday, by the way. Abe Lincoln started that holiday. So this isn't like a Hallmark holiday. This is something real and true, not fake, like Juneteenth. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You'd you'd think that would get more play in like the nationalistic media. It's like, oh, it's Freedom Day. Uh, Let's let's uh, let's all go honk our horns. Don't give them ideas, Griff. Not until we have the T-shirts ready. Okay. I'm going to release the uh, Honkler collection. (laughs) Get real hot water. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Well, uh, this, of course, again, it's another GigaCast episode. So we're covering 10 topics and trailers in close to an hour as possible. My name's Kelton, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing co-host, Grift. Now, Grift, big, exciting news. A former Miss USA contestant jumped to her death in New York City. How have you and the city at large been celebrating? So this is news to me. I had actually not heard this before you you brought it up. So you're going to have to fill me in on the details uh, of this one. But Sad, beautiful person to came to uh, mental illness. I'm sure it's a dark and story plagued by a lot of inner demons. But the fact is, is that uh, I know that NYC is an even colder, crueler place. So how can we blame Mario Lopez? and the E.T. Tonight uh, Entertainment News Team for this demise. I've been kind of laying low this month. You know, it's been it's been cold. It's, you know, it's it's dark. It's January. Uh, we see we what happens that... to people who don't lay low. Am I right? Ba-bum-sha. Hey, oh, no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> laying a bit too high, if you know what I mean. No, but, uh... Welcome to misogyny cast 2K22. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we had that we had that nor'easter blow in this past weekend, and um, honestly, like you know, coming from uh, New Hampshire, and you know, I'm I'm sort of uh, New England snow pilled. You know, I'm a, I'm a skier and whatnot. The the, the snow kind of energizes me, so I was out I was out trekking from from party to party in Brooklyn, just really really uh, burning the midnight oil this weekend. So it was it was a good time. You were in your element. You had your snowshoes on, trekking around back and forth. Uh, just yeah, <laughs> a great time here. I want to go a little bit out of order because I do want to get your opinion on this nor'easter storm that was going on because weirdly in box office news uh, the northeast seemed to still want to keep going to the movies whereas the rest of the country was cooling off there were no new releases but I guess New Yorkers would rather die in a storm than not see Spider-Man No Way Home for a fourth time um i I honestly i think everyone's already seen this i i haven't i haven't heard anyone at least in my circles going back to see this even like a second time so it must be the real true marvel diehards uh, even worse is the tourists they just get snowed in so they're watching it over and over again (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really like kind of at least from this article it seems like it's entering like avatar territory where it's like been number one for like six out of seven weekends now that it's been out yeah and it's just it's yeah, bizarre just... to see uh like, like this is the nostalgic nerds black panther 
quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Before I, I dive too much into this episode, I want to uh, mention a, a quick, you know, um, uh, these are attractions, these are mistakes we've made kind of an issue. Uh, a couple of people have addressed to me in no uncertain terms that I made an erroneous statement last week. Uh-oh. Uh, the, the rings in the Lord of the Rings <laughs> were, in fact, magical. They were not random accessories or, you know, griffs that the elves were giving to man and it was like Michael Jordan magic juice. The power is inside you all along kind of bullshit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's elemental of where they like, earth, wind, and fire. They form a cool sweet 70s jazz jam band the entire time so uh i learned something new every day i also learned that i should probably just shut my goddamn whore mouth when it comes to anything related <laughs> to tolkien so uh i love i love like of all the things the stupid bullshit we say on this show like that's what the people like the hardcore like tolkien heads are after you about like <laughs> well, you know like there were a couple people like uh in the friend group you know fantasy football buddies who were very very nice about it but then there were other people who were like i need you to know sir actually the lord the, the lore of lord of the rings resembles uh the, that from um avatar the last airbender it sounds like these <laughs> elemental rings and they need to be you all all united together in one uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, uh, Saruman. Yeah. He's uh, the leader of the Fire Nation, right? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. The, 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 the elves are airbenders. I can see that. Uh, let's, let's keep on making people mad at me. Actually, no. Let's move on to uh, our first you know, major story that's happening right now. Uh, it's, a, it's something that's not going to you know, make people feel passionate one way or the other. And that's this new trailer for the Halo. Halo TV show coming to America's streaming service, Paramount Plus. Boy, what did you think about it? Yeah, it's it, like there. It's I, a great I did, fan-made film, yeah, uh, TV series, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah, like I did. I did have a couple like geek out moments. Like, oh shit, there's an elite with an energy sword, and he's doing melee attacks. And it's like, oh, I know, I recognize that character and that piece of tech from you know the the, the classic video game series. But yeah, it does seem like a fan film because I think you mentioned here that it. it um, is in telling like the sa- like a new story in like a parallel universe. So it's yeah, like it's something the called same... the Silver Timeline. So you know oh, the J.J. Abrams like Star Trek timeline, how like that was a splinter from the main one. So the nerds didn't get mad at him. Well, they're doing the exact same thing, but from the beginning with this Halo series. So <laughs> they're like, that's why there's way more women and minorities taking place. <laughs> and, it, and it seems like, at least from the trailer, they're trying to go with some sort of like rogue Master Chief storyline where like, like how, how can you like trust this this weapon that you've built or whatever? And he's, he's sort of having to like, you know, like it, it emphasizes that he's able to be controlled and it's 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 see at least the the vibe I got from the the brief story beats that were hinted at in the trailer that he's gonna have to like you know um, rebel against his human creators in a way that he he didn't in the original game where he was basically just this like automaton that you sent around at the at the bidding of the the um, USNC forces. Um, I also saw people like dunking on uh, the the Cortana. Uh, re- representation oh in this because like <laughs> like the, the 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 bit was like yeah if a character has to introduce themselves in a trailer like that that just means they look like nothing like their like 
actual character from the legacy media that it's adapting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I she, didn't recognize her just by the look. So, you know, great. I thought she was going to look like the AT&T uh, spokesperson girl. That's who <laughs> I, I thought that that they were going to cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's not blue enough. Yeah, they, they needed to get some of that. They, they need to get some of that, like, uh, avatar skin on her. Because, yeah, she looked... <laughs> She looked like a regular person, not definitely not blue enough. No, no, it's okay. James Cameron is hoarding all blue people IP, at least until the end of the year. So, God until bless us. Until Avatar 6 comes out. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we can finally get our Smurfs movie made without IP <laughs> getting in legal trouble. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is going to be a perfectly fine version of the tomorrow war the series I think. <laughs> yeah. like that's that's yeah sure master chief is going to be a proxy dad to a little orphan kid so great i guess i've seen logan i know how this goes <laughs> yeah yeah we've we've all seen uh, leon the professional you know it's uh... <laughs> oh it's not gonna go quite like that <laughs> the french cut of the film master chief yeah. that's what that's unfortunately how he's not being able to be controlled he's going rogue <laughs> but only in that one kind of area <laughs> yeah can't, can't wait to add this to the uh, male manipulator bingo card oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> Ah, well, it, it's okay. Let, let's keep on, though, talking about toxic male traits. I'm sensing a theme for this episode. It feels good. I'm settling into the skin here. Yeah. Uh, next trailer <laughs> is going to be uh, for, for GameStop Rise of the Players. It's the first of all the GameStop shit that's coming out. Like, the waiting period is over. They managed to push this right through the door. It's a documentary, and it follows what that phenomenon was from uh, the before time, all of, what, 11 months ago? Yeah, the, so... <laughs> the, the, the whiplash between something actually happening in the public consciousness and then the piece of media that's produced to pr provide, you know, a, a sort of fictitious yet, uh, like, docu-narrative about it. It's, it's like, like the 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 window is just growing ever and ever like smaller between those it's ridiculous i mean i'm watching stuff because uh, now i have peacock because we're watching yellowstone plug for yellowstone um but uh peacock has all of these sports documentaries and like uh, they at least know you need to wait at least like 20 years between the actual event and then to make a documentary it, yeah. it's bizarre that there's something of where it's like let's look at the flashback footage and oh you look exactly the same like you have the exact same haircut what's going on you're talking about how you saw value in the market cool great i guess like we all heard the story that's why everyone bought in that's why yeah it happened <laughs> that's so. why everybody lost money <laughs> like, <laughs> it, i mean like yeah it, that happened such a short time ago like i remember when how fun those memes were to play into and like all of it like you know i i have a couple of shares of GameStop still kicking around from that you know we're still still holding with the diamond hands emoji <laughs> but you know like 
like obviously you don't you don't want to have completely over leveraged yourself because it because you would have you would have been financially ruined if like um, are you saying you that GameStop it. didn't completely redesign all of their stores? No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But we were told that that was going to happen and that was going to be the thing that boosted the stock even more. Come on, hodl, 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 hodl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, GameStop to to one k. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the goal. You know, it kind of feels like leftist politics a little bit of where we're, you know, like, we must enact full communism, you know, G- GameStop to 1K. And then we're like, oh, or I guess we can vote for birding. It's like Doge going to $1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my apes are gone. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're settled to. Fine. I'll, I guess Biden Harris. Uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, uh, you know what? I, I think we adequately covered it. We gave it too much credence uh, <laughs> to this. So enjoy this on a streaming service or a YouTube rip coming soon, I guess. Um, this next thing I want us to look at, it's uh, for a movie called Last Looks. It stars Charlie Hunnam and Mel Gibson in what I think is like a buddy comedy film. Is that is that the I vibe that you got thrown from off? This? I was thrown off by the tone of this. Besides, for, I mean, if we're gonna double down on the you know uh, toxic misogynist vibe for this episode, th- this was basically like Sigma Male the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, Charlie like, Hunnam is absolutely Sigma Male. Has like five items in his trailer. Yeah, yeah. Char- Charlie Charlie Hunnam is like I ghosted everybody. I am I am uh, West Elm Caleb, um, <laughs> and, and then and then uh, Mel, yeah, Mel Gibson's like. Like, yeah, I'm such a blackout drunk. I don't even remember um, like marriages, mortgages, kids. I have a problem, (laughs) but I'm a huge (laughs) actor, you know? It's not like there are actors' insurance policies that guarantee this kind of behavior doesn't go to this extreme on set. But no, we ignore that fact. I don't know. Like the, the script itself... It had almost, and I, I really hate to say this because I feel like one of those guys who, you know, watches the Green Knight and then says like, wow, A24 vibes. But like <laughs> this has like a very almost Guy Ritchie sensibility, like an American yes. version of a, like a knockoff of what they were trying to go for here, which uh, it just seems interesting because the setup is that Hunnam, Hunnam is a uh, disgraced ex-cop who's now kind of being recruited by a private eye to investigate a murder that they think is committed by Mel Gibson. And uh, it's separate from the murder that everyone kind of knows that Mel Gibson committed on his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of moved past, which I just think is a delightful bit uh, to add because, I mean, Mel Gibson is going full villain. He has the Colonel Sanders facial hairstyle that's going on. Uh, it's great. I, I love it. Yeah, he looks like he's having a hell of a time on set, and you you, you always love to see it. Uh, just a you know an old actor with a lot of baggage in the Im- industry, just given a, a platform to just ham it up. Um. <laughs> it's either this or do more hate speech against Jewish people. So yeah. it's up to you. He's gonna have his fan base regardless. He might as well be making this and Lethal Weapon Six. Yeah, I I I totally get what you were saying about like it's sort of feeling like knockoff guy Richie. I I sort got like knockoff shane black vibes yeah as well too very very similar kind of like other other guys-esque um Mm. 
Yeah, you're not you know, wrong. Yeah, is it good or bad if this bombs at the box office? <laughs> this is like a huge successful movie. It's like, wow, Mel Gibson has another franchise. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait uh, for I can't wait for the Beaver too. <laughs> oh, oh, the Beaver. Oh man, it was an actually decent movie. I hate this. Really? <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> it's just oh 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 man, uh, PR disasters there. So it's a, it's a tale about love and loss and grief, and you know, uh, it just doesn't help when Mel Gibson is your uh, supposed to be sympathetic lead, and is three weeks after all the audio tapes came out. Uh, not not oh a my good God. time. Yeah, I've just always wondered if in that movie he he tries to eat his wife's pussy with the uh, beaver (laughs) (laughs) it's all a metaphor you see that's what he misses most about his wife it's it's all it's all like a psychosexual uh, (laughs) metaphor (laughs) it's very deep you see I'm Jodie Foster and I'm telling you please watch this film and kill Ronald Reagan thank you thank you Please, John Hinckley, do the soundtrack to this movie. Just in credits, you know, if uh, if they can get brass against for Matrix Four, uh, we can we can make this work some way somehow. Uh, so so this next movie, real real downshift of a grade here, but uh, I want us to talk about. It's a film called The Cursed. It's a period piece. It's a drama piece. It's a horror piece uh, where we uh, go to 19th century France where we are going to a small village and we follow a pathologist who's investigating a series of unusual and spooky events. It might be demons. It might be cursed townspeople. We don't know what it is. And then like 90 seconds into the trailer, we get the $5 scarecrow mask. We're like, oh, oh God, this is what this is. This looks bad. <laughs> like for, first that like very obvious CGI one out the gate. And then later on, just, yeah, very, very it, obvious. It's soy uh, facing. I like, yeah. I, I hate yeah. to use that term, but like it's a soy facing scarecrow. Like sure. He has a knife, but I'm not scared by it. Cause he's like doing the DreamWorks smirk over. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he, he 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 like slits someone's throat and then makes the face from like the squirrel and over the hedge or something. <laughs> 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 that's the curse that's infected this land what the the scarecrow that's killing people no all of us have witty banter then look at camera every five seconds he just wants people to stay out of his swamp <laughs> <laughs> this thing it, it, it has like the setup and i love how it's advertised because it's saying like Oh, it's one of the best horror movies of the year. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, we are four weeks into the year, my dude. What competition <laughs> is this coming at at the moment? And, and like, the, the, the quotes that played over the trailer of, like, this is the most terrifying movie you'll see in theaters this year. It's from, like, just bottom of the uh, bottom of the bin like review sites like even screen rant wouldn't say it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like it's like roger ebert reviews.com yeah but whoever still works there it's a z you know (laughs) 
like yeah uh, I, I, I don't get it man i it's it's uh it's one of those things of where like i i blame a lot of like the witch obviously for making everyone just feel like because we've talked about this before with whatever that other one was like where there was a priest whose family died and he's living in the woods and he's shooting zombies oh, what that yeah. trailer was a while ago but you know like people watched the witch and they were like cool darkly lit horror movie set in the woods and it's a period piece great let's make our own version of that and this is just from that same factory churnout mill like yeah. uh, I, I just feel like there's got to be a, a farmer somewhere in the Appalachian Hills that's renting out his beat to shit cabin and is just making a fortune <laughs> on all of these, you know, low budget movies. He's getting all those tax credits. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, this thing has the most generic title possible too. just the, the cursed or like i mean but it's also to take place in france like they couldn't even put like i, I guess i should also explain on the the corset or something like <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to mention anything french because you know they might get leon the professional vibes they want to try to avoid <laughs> any of that possible um but the but we make fun of the scarecrow but it, it's it's vampires vampires are the main threat but then there's a scarecrow, and then also someone's like getting real hairy, so it's a bunch of wolves. So all of the public IP horror monsters, I think, are going to start coming out in this movie, which, you know, great. Can't wait for them to either fight each other or something. It, it just uh, underwhelming, to say the least, as a yeah, film. Yeah, can't, can't wait for the, the vampire werewolf race war. In, in this universe, <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that the plot of Underworld? If I remember yeah. correctly, that there. Let's bring that back. Let, let's bring Underworld phrenology, please. That I I need this in my life. Uh, it'll be glorious. Uh, next trailer, though, it's for something called Big Bug. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the byline here. Okay. Uh, it's a group of bickering suburbanites who find themselves stuck together when an android uprising causes their well-intentioned household robots to lock them in for their own safety. Kind of, kind of a, a basic, you know, quirky plot line. But then it's directed by the guy who did Amelie and City of Lost Children. So this is a, a fucking head trip of a movie from the visuals and the 1960s kind of retro aesthetic vibes. And it's all in French, and it looks like it's going to be weirdly horny, of course. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's overtly horny to the point that it makes it weird. It's not horny yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're like I don't know. Are they are they implying something like sinister? Or are they just European? Like what's the yeah. what's the dividing line? I think they're just French. The... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust this. Uh, Leon the professional burned me once, and now I uh, <laughs> <laughs> do another weird shit in this film. I don't like it. I I need to leave. Um, yeah, it, it just is one of those things of where. Apparently, the director has been trying to make this movie for almost, you know, over five years, less than a decade. And, uh, like, this is his vision. And Netflix wrote him a blank check and he made this. So, Netflix is legitimately supporting an, an auteur 
And I don't know how to feel about this because, you know, maybe someone should have said, ah, do we need this just a little bit? Um, but I, I'm definitely going to watch it. So I, I got to kind of only criticize myself. Yeah, I uh, can't wait for horny Skynet. That's <laughs> I'm just thinking the fans of this movie, we can call them the big bug men. I think yeah. that's, uh, that's yeah. the right way. The the robots want people to to stay in the pod. They lock. They literally <laughs> lock you in the pod. Uh, it's, uh, jury's it's still out on whether they robots. make you eat bugs. Yeah, <laughs> the, the <laughs> sex robots that have like developed feelings for these people, and they're trying to protect them by locking them into their own houses. I just, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It seems it's surreal. It's weird. It's trippy. But like you said, ultimately and more importantly, it's just French. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean the the visuals do look cool, like the uh, design of the sort of um, uh, robot uh, world that is is built here, with like the sort sort of smart home, um, uh, like uh, fixtures where every everything is is uh, sort of automated, but has it's horny Jetsons sort of, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, so it it, it does it do, it does look interesting visually with all the you know very bright colors almost like sort of like like a bit of Wes Anderson vibes to the to those things. <laughs> yes, let's normalize this. <laughs> Add director name, insert vibes here. I like it. We, we can do this here. Uh, pretty soon, you'll see our reviews up for movies like The Cursed pop up. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie. One of the movies of 2021. Could, could, you say, could you say that it has cursed vibes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, uh, th- again, great movie. Uh, that, that, I think, is going to do it for trailers all in all. So now, quick pivot over to plugs to remind people that for five bucks a month, you can show your support for our show. Uh, once we hit 25 patrons, we're going to start doing uh, patron-exclusive GigoCast every week, meaning we're going to be doing this exact kind of show, but just over there for people and then taking even more feedback where you can yell at me even more about Lord of the Rings and... <laughs> Other things that I don't know of. Listen, you didn't tune out when I made fun of someone killing themselves by jumping off of a building. Okay, so you're still here. (laughs) Subscribe to the Patreon because deep down, you are not a good person either. That's my point. That's my pitch. Thank you. I seed my time. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you you, you clearly want to hear us delve into even more ridiculous stories in an even stupider way. So if, if, if you want that <laughs> sign up for the Patreon, um, but yeah, you're, you are, you will be getting some content too with our Yellowstone episodes, which, uh, they're like, these, these are the cream of the crop folks. Like, uh, we like, we're, if, if you think we're having a good time on the main show, uh, just wait, to, just wait to listen to the Yellowstone episodes. <laughs> oh my God. They're so great. They're so great. It's, it's everything I could want, honestly, in reviewing something. And, uh, uh, I'm glad that we have a whole year's worth of backlog of content to be able to churn out because you know it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing. So everyone, go get Montana cowboy pilled. Go yell at a livestock association. Uh, <laughs> go, go, get, go, bur- go burn down a medical examiner's <laughs> office. Yes, you know, do what you need to do. Real sigma male attitude towards <laughs> yeah. things. Uh, in the meantime, let's dive into uh, some news stories here. Uh, first one, most important to our podcast, we are getting a Mortal Kombat 2 movie. Yay! Round of applause. Cheering, cheering, cheering. 
engineering by the guy who is writing Moon Knight and wrote Fan Four Stick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I recall correctly from our Mortal Kombat review, like we didn't like it, right? No, like, we didn't we, like we didn't no. like the actual sequel, but we. Uh, I'm sorry, the sequel, the script. Uh, yeah. It didn't. Uh, have anything good the fight scenes were okay i think our general vibe was the first 10 minutes of the movie where it's hand-to-hand practical and wire stunt hand fighting that takes place that was great everything else uh uh just diminishing returns to say the least yeah and and that was like the 10 minute clip they released as like a promo for it as like exactly. an extended trailer you didn't even need yeah. to watch the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who just watched that clip and were like man i need to go watch mortal kombat but i haven't gotten around to it those people are the ones that are gonna watch mortal kombat too because <laughs> all the other people are like yeah i can wait like yeah, this coming out to HBO Max. That sounds about right. This coming onto what is now soon going to be called Discovery <laughs> Plus. <laughs> yep, sounds good. Uh. Fool, fool me once, uh, shame on shame on you. Fool me, fool me twice. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm gonna go watch Moon Knight though, because uh, I'm a glutton for pain and punishment. And let's see how Disney's able to handle someone with dissociative identity disorder. Let's do this. Let's tell all people with DID that maybe they're secretly superheroes. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, I mean, that's basically TikTok nowadays. Uh, that's also the plot of The Matrix Resurrections, I guess, ultimately, too. Don't yeah. listen to your therapist. It's Throw away your pills. Yeah. <laughs> Flush your pills. Jump Just off a vibing. building. Wait, yeah. I cracked it. I know what happened now okay the wachowskis killed former miss usa that's uh that's gonna be my new conspiracy theory she knew too much uh this uh let's talk about another uh i guess non defamation suit possible uh statement that i can say here uh and that's that peter dinklage is on warpath he's criticizing disney for their backwards remake of snow white and the seven dwarves basically highlighting the fact that they are having a um latina snow white they are having a israeli evil queen but they are still keeping the seven dwarves that live in a cave and only care about treasure and gold so you know real what's you know good vibes <laughs> yeah i like what what the hell is going on with peter dinklage right now because first he had that like press junket where he was like uh praising the ending of game of thrones and being like uh yeah if you if you didn't like it uh you didn't get how subversive it was and now now he's out here trying to be like trying to be like uh yeah woke disney uh not woke enough uh like i'm i'm obviously just mad i wasn't cast as all seven of the dwarves like just <laughs> just in this this like bitter vindictive uh like press thing he's doing right now which uh, i don't know what his end game is 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 he trying to like is is he out of work right now is he hyping up another project like no he, he's going with the Cyrano movie you know that's oh, that Disney yeah. is releasing so you know uh Cyrano where they basically said how about instead of giving him a comically big nose we just make him Peter Dinklage and I was like that's a wonderful adaptation terrific idea and then Peter Dinklage is like and also fuck Disney for keeping up these stereotypes of dwarves i'm like well i guess fair criticism so what would you rather they do instead and then he didn't have any suggestions <laughs> it's like okay so do you want it to be like 
now white and the seven dudes is that the is that the idea or are they all like cool dwarves you know where they're they're just like kicking back relaxing should they fresh prince of bel-air uh this reboot style this where you know there there's a big pool there's an la party the the carlton dwarf is just like lifting weights in the back all roided yeah. up listening to rogan Snow White moves into a hype house where it's like... <laughs> oh, honestly, <laughs> where that would yeah. be so dope. If, uh, yeah. if with seven dwarves that were all TikTok obsessed so, yeah, yeah, they're people. All, yeah, they're all, they're all like, like, like little people TikTok influencers. Where they make... <laughs> that would be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Dopey oh, has a grill. <laughs> it's all zanned out. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember all the all the dwarf names i need to i need to look them up like, yeah it's great it's, I, there's, I mean there's, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of potential for this bit yeah it's great uh, and see that's not offensive uh and so i also feel like it's putting a lot of weird pressure on little people actors and dwarf actors because now it's like okay well now if i say yes to this role I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> saying like I'm a sellout is kind of like what Peter Dinklage is saying. And so it's, uh, it's just a weird line in the sand that I think is being drawn to offer what I think is a valid criticism, but without a uh, I- idea of a suggestion point. N- not that it's necessarily on him, but uh, I will say that maybe... Peter Dinklage, if you're listening, actually, who are we kidding? You are listening to this, Peter. Uh, pitch <laughs> the Seven Dwarves Hype House, please, to Disney. Think of the merch- merchandising opportunities here. We can make this possible. Bring bring back your character from Elf, because we all know what a uh, you know what a what a, a woke representation of, um, of of dwarfism that was. That's right. They're they're not magical elves. They're angry little people who fly off the handle. You know yeah. that other positive stereotype about short men. Uh, who, who write uh, yeah uh, generic children's books about um, like uh, vegetables on a farm learning lessons about life? <laughs> uh, uh, that that that's the ultimate in Disney satire because I think that's the plot of their next animated movie, if I'm not wrong. So, oh really? Uh, no, I have no, no idea. But it seems plausible, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That or it's just Veggie Tales. I think we pitched Veggie Tales all of a sudden. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like, dude, yeah. The ve- ve- if anyone doesn't know, the Veggie Tales Twitter account goes goes fucking hard. Like, talk about <laughs> talk about picks that go hard. Like, <laughs> Larry got that drip, I believe. Um, <laughs> so uh, next next, uh, uh, I want to say movie topic, but it's a news item here. It's that people are finding out. I don't know if you know this, Grift, that uh, China censors some things. Did you know that? That China bad? Did you know, Grift, that China bad? What? Oh yeah, they're they're, they're censoring uh, dangerous misinformation in the media yeah. that the public consumes. <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 have no experience with this. Uh, it's it's uh, again something that only exists in China though. But they do this crazy thing where if uh, a piece of media doesn't fit according to their censorship standards, they then change the ending or they cut out scenes altogether. This is entirely different, by the way 
way than the uh, TV edits that are made of R-rated movies or uh, of like what Christian film DVD editors will do to make <laughs> scenes with inappropriate language get auto-bleeped out. Uh, shout out to all the people raised in uh, absurd Christian households that had to deal with that. But uh, yeah, so in China... The third act of the film is truncated with a, uh, a cut to black and a, some text that pops up that talks about how Tyler Durden was caught. The, the terrorist group was disbanded and he went to a mental asylum for 12 years. So congratulations uh, on China for that. People were freaking out. And then the author of the book said, actually, hey, that actually that lines up with how my book went. So isn't that weird that the Chinese cut is bizarrely similar to that uh and then like you said americans we we were like haha china's stupid now we need to ban mouse from appearing in school libraries in the yeah, u.s what the and fuck? like mouse mouse rules like how how is you gonna how are you, how are you, how are you gonna ban mouse it's some bullshit uh, same same thing with the with the uh i, I think you could have gone the ultra woke way with it actually and been like we don't think it's appropriate that jewish people are compared to rodents yeah <laughs> no that's yeah fuck that's 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 kind of true yeah <laughs> we think that that's a negative stereotype in and of itself so <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a, a luca having the, the the gay kid be a sea monster like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a merman father merman <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just pissed they they censored the uh, the the Navi sex scene in Avatar from uh, from <laughs> it, from its streaming um, uh, versions, which uh, apparently yeah. they did. They, well, of course, because people were clinically disturbed because they were like, "Hold on, if that's how they have sex, that's all that also how they control the dragons." Wait a second. Here. Yeah, the way they're, they're having sex with the horse beasts that they're riding. Like, hey, it's a, a different planet, you know. When when on the Avatar planet, do as the Avatar planet does. When when in Montana, when when on the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch. <laughs> Avatar Yellowstone would be so dope. <laughs> Crossover we've all been waiting for. <laughs> There's like us and three other people in the U.S. that are like, yeah, but really, that would be great. Uh, great times. <laughs> wonderful times. Um, next news item that we have here. Ah, boy. I, I, don't, I don't know what numbers mean anymore because apparently Peacemaker is the biggest streaming series in the world right now based on uh, these metrics. And it's it's bigger than The Witcher was. It's bigger than Boba F Book of Boba Fett is right now. So I mean, like it's, I guess it's it's obviously bigger than the Wheel of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel of Time would have to pay to get their name put in the running. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, would you mind saying that it's actually bigger than us? We think it might make people remember that uh, we paid one hundred and forty-five million dollars for this TV show. <laughs> yeah, they they have to um, uh, they have to show their uh, viewing numbers in the thousands rather than the millions. <laughs> <laughs> of, of, How many of, like, millions minutes of consumed. minutes watched? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wheel of Time. Dozens, dozens of minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. watched. <laughs> you hear me? 
Oh boy, what what a what a weird weird absolute failure of a TV show that we've been promised season two. Not because it was you know uh, cheaper to just make season two than to free everyone from their contracts. No 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 not at all not not that at all. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's because they have a real passion for keeping the story going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's miserable but yeah. yeah peacemaker is apparently uh uh doing really well numbers wise i've watched it i really enjoy it at some point i'm sure we'll just cover the whole first season whenever it wraps up so i think that that should be fun i pity you having to binge watch all of it all at once because it's a lot <laughs> there's there's a a pet eagle and it's like a whole it's set to 80s music it's uh it's pretty pretty bitching for like my demographic specifically i mean on it like I was I was sort of uh, dreading consuming it if we were to cover it, but you know, considering your uh, glowing praise for it, you know, I'm 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 not that worried about it. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I'll have a good time. Setting up for failure. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think that this might be bad. I have some reservations about this, but you're saying that it's going to be wonderful and good and great and a worthwhile investment of my time. <laughs> so. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta have some trust between co-hosts, you know. Like, right? oh, I, 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 I respect your, your, uh, d- uh, like, taste and opinion on content. So, See, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Peacemaker, and then we're gonna cover Moon Knight because I'm gonna be like, actually, it's not that bad, you see. And uh, it ties into Mortal Kombat too. We can get some good SEO. This is how Cape shit wins. This is how. Uh, uh, it's yeah. just forty seasons of this, eight hundred years of content that we can binge watch until one weekend. Just fuck it, all the. Comic book references uh, till the yeah. end of time, and and then then before you know it, you're like balls deep in season five of Hawkeye, like wondering where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Requiem for a dream, but it's me yeah. looking around and like, why do I have Funko Pops everywhere? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Our, our last official topic here that I want us to talk about is uh, less of a specific news story and more of a prophecy that I want to enlighten people on. And it's that Apple should buy Time Warner plus Discovery is the name of the article, meaning someone is try- has broken down the financial logistics of how Apple could go ahead and buy the Time Warner Discovery merger that hasn't even officially happened yet, but once it does, Apple could buy them. And I thought, oh, well, I wonder how much Apple could buy them for. What? How long would it take for them to buy them, etc. Apple could buy Time Warner Discovery cash, just straight up next fiscal quarter if they wanted to. They could buy them right now if they wanted to. In fact, if ever there was a time for them to buy, it's now because of the lower interest rates of them borrowing from themselves that then they can do to enable that they won't even break stride or have any growing pains whatsoever. They're one of the few companies that has three times the overall infrastructure size of a uh, media conglomerate. And so they can just fucking do this in their sleep. So can't wait for Apple to own Peacemaker, I guess, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Euphoria brought to you by Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh God, I can't. I can't imagine uh, all those depressed teenagers looking, being like, "Well, I wonder why my life isn't like that." As these teenagers have like an uh, iPhone that's three years in the future, just to make you feel <laughs> even worse about your life. <laughs> Yeah, the only reason they're depressed is they all have androids right now on the, on the HBO. <laughs> that's, that's the plot. I, again, I haven't seen Euphoria, but all their interpersonal conflicts go away immediately the second they get iPhones. They're like, wow, oh, it's so great. And I can share my location with you so everyone knows that I'm safe. It's terrific. Look at this new feature where I can get face ID even while wearing my mask. This is oh, wonderful. <laughs> I can... I can track all my um, like uh, health metrics, so I I know when I'm about to OD. I I, I don't I don't have to worry about popping too many pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's just terrifying to me that people are out there running hypotheticals in their mind, talking about it like it's a good thing for one massive conglomerate to buy another massive conglomerate. Like it, yeah. like this isn't Apple trying to buy Beats here. Like this is Apple buying something that has twenty thousand employees and it's uh, like over a hundred and thirty billion dollars as a as a buy. This is insane. Yeah, like this was such a weird article. It was like, what if this company did this and just sort of like, yeah, f- fantasizing about yeah, one giant media company buying another giant media company, and then at the end being like, what, what, what for you, the you know, average Joe consumer, what is your optimal investment strategy in light of this completely hypothetical merger that would. I, 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 I feel like you would have trouble with like the SEC, right? Like it's at, at, at some point, isn't, isn't there going to be like, well, uh, Griff, too much, you know, there, too there much would have been a problem. Like, yeah. There, there would have been a problem, but you see AT&T cleared the way when they bought Time Warner. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so any, any qualms the, the government might have about this sort of thing kind of got pushed to the wayside when all of us got super excited about having our cell phone packages include hbo max on them and uh this is the cost it's like the the gungan submarine scene in the phantom menace where the the big the fish just keep eating each other and that like then it gets eaten by a sea monster and then gets eaten by an even bigger sea monster and it's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i would love that honestly because if apple buys time warner and discovery and then they just say fine we'll make minimum amounts of shows and then we'll just keep on pumping out uh uh phones that all they have to then do is wait for netflix to keep on bleeding like a stuck pig and then they buy them too it's it's great it's glorious yeah. all hail our future overlords netflix is down bad right now they're like <laughs> i mean along with the rest of the stock market like apple is pretty much the only big tech company that's still like just oh yeah we're, we're sh- setting record profits uh, we got record cash on hand and everyone else is just drowning in debt and like, can't, <laughs> like yeah can't even turn a profit and, and just yeah it's 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 Apple's everyone time, laughed when we went with planned obsolescence but guess who's laughing now as you buy to replace your battery you stupid bitch (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, uh, what what a uh, absolutely monstrous company. Now, time for our last news story, though. Uh, we have to always end on a happy note, on a good note. Uh, something about what's going to be happening next week. It's it's wonderful. Everyone knows we're getting excited for Moonfall that's going to be coming out. So hey. you know that's going to be great and awesome. But Jackass Forever is also happening, going to be in theaters next week. And did you know, Grift, that Johnny Knoxville revealed that he suffered permanent brain damage from his stunt in Jackass Forever, where he uh, got attacked by a bull that broke his wrist, (laughs) broke his ribs, and then got uh, the worst concussion he ever got that he still is suffering effects from today. This is what happens when you try to make a cameo in Yellowstone. It's 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 rough out there. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny Knoxville as a matador walking around <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we yeah, we got a we got a Yellowstone recording after this, and we one of the episodes features some serious head trauma, so there's a little bit of crossover there. But um, like, I'm just surprised it took him this long. Like, you really I mean, telling me? Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. even ten years ago, he was already walking around like he played in the NFL for thirty years. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of that. The whole like, oh, look at him! He's walking around like a grandpa. Whatever the fuck that movie was called, it was like I think that's just how he walks now. I think he's just kind of rolling into that bit a little bit instead because. Uh, I forget who it was that was telling the news story about how Johnny Knoxville like was leaning his head back and he didn't realize that there was a wall behind him and he hit his head uh, back a little too hard and his eye popped out. <laughs> oh my god! And like co- compared to some of these other guys, like he's he's uh, escaped pretty clean. Like there was the guy who died in who 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 died in like a car crash or something, right? And there, yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and, and Bam Margera is not looking good these days. Like, no, no. <laughs> Surprisingly missing, I think, from this uh, Jackass Forever. Wonder why he wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, bam, you can't shoot up on set. <laughs> bam, you cannot kill yourself and call it a stunt. It doesn't work that way. No, seriously, I'm going to do it. I'm going to climb up on top of a building. I'm going to fall off. Uh, it's, it all comes full circle, is my point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, I'm going to watch this movie. R.I.P. in advance to Johnny Knoxville. He is living the career that Tom Cruise wishes he has. Tom Cruise gets all the Hollywood glitz, glamour, and fame. Uh, Johnny Knoxville remains a man of the people, doing and getting gored by bulls left and right for us, <laughs> for our entertainment. And so we owe it to him to go watch that movie in theaters, go spread Omnicron 7.0 or whatever the fuck. Uh, so that way then we can watch a guy get hit in the nuts. What's more American than that, I say, on National Freedom Day, no less. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's going to be an episode for us. So, Grift, what have you got to plug? What's going on in your world? 
Ooh, so uh, latest collab, we got the SPQR collection, and another um, Atticus who runs uh, CPOD 2021. We just put out a new episode. They're sort of monthly events. Uh, him, uh, him and I, you know, we're, we're you know fans of Roman history. We, you know, we chop it up on the timeline about this stuff sometimes. So we got a little um, collab on the shop that we're going to be. It's out now. We're going to be continue adding it, uh, adding to it. Uh, you know, we got some we got some cool eagle hats. We got like a, a Grack Eye Brother shirt in the bernie font so some you know fun fun <laughs> playing around with uh with historical signs and symbols uh as, yeah, as uh, you will uh, again yeah. i'm not a huge history buff but uh spqr stands for senate and the people slash queers of rome right That's, yeah uh, yeah it's, the, it's inclusive it's at the time yeah and spqr plus ia exactly yes <laughs> <laughs> beautiful beautiful stuff everyone please go check that out uh, uh i'm sure it is a wonderful and fun time uh for the podcast itself find us on twitter at gigocast on letterboxd doesn't fucking matter just check the show notes uh for anyone who's wondering uh you know uh and who isn't doing so if you want to know what we're talking about we provide the hyperlinks in the show notes for all of these topics and all of these trailers so i don't want you to have to bounce around too much for it but i'm trying to make sure that y'all can be on the same wavelength as we are so uh just a quick tip for next time i mentioned at the very end of the episode uh <laughs> yeah it's it, like there's there's no reason to throw jesse what the fuck you're talking about memes at us it's all it's all right there it's 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 all spoon fed to you so yeah <laughs> can't wait can't wait uh until next time bye everyone peace peace